2: Is off track with Hinch and Rossi. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and by that I mean, hello and welcome to another episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. It just—I you know don't what, know why. It you know what we forgot
3: to do along the way with this? Um, say who we are at the top of the show.
4: Everyone knows.
3: I, think I know, we but we're getting that. more listeners. So that's why I say we forgot to do it along the way. I feel like we got to start. Right. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm right, the well, most Tim, important
2: part. I'm Tim. What? Why don't you kick it off? Tell us who you are, where you're from, and why you're here.
3: My name's Tim, and I'm an alcoholic. Sorry, wrong meeting. Um, <laughs> Tim, producer. <Still> appropriate.
4: <laughs> no, no. Like you called us out on it, so f- do I'm it right at
3: the top of the show. Hey, I'm James Hinchcliffe. This no, why don't Ross, you? Why don't to you? Try why don't to you give us an example? You? I'm not the na- I'm not in the name of the show. You guys. Yeah, aren't. but
4: you sure talk like you are. <laughs>
3: I'm the ampersand. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of
2: funny. We're gonna now call you ampersand thim. <laughs> um, yes, guys, I'm James Hinchcliffe. I'm joined by Alexander Rossi and producer Sam. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. Please raise your hand if this is the first episode you've listened to and you needed that introduction. That's I mean what I our thought.
3: numbers are going up, so you know somebody needs to be listening.
2: Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. And thank you all. Let's, we should do that. We should appreciate our fans and give them a shout-out for tuning in. We've had some nice growth lately.
4: I honestly feel like we do enough for them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are just people, after all. No,
4: I feel like, you know, we do our live shows.
3: People in there.
4: We do um, this every week. We have merch that's terrible. Um, I so, thought yeah, you
3: liked our merch. Um, who would like to buy so our guys. merch, go to our website.
2: <laughs> yeah. Go to www.askofftrack.com for all of our we're t- we're taking
4: we're taking the approach of that guy at the bar who says, you know, how either small his thing is or how terrible he is in bed as a pickup line, because then the girl's gonna like wanna know if it's true so we're taking that approach with our merge it's like it's so bad you don't want to buy it and now maybe like the reverse psychology people be like i gotta see if you're it's gonna really buy it bad.
2: to, to yeah. find out how bad it is exactly yeah i gotta be honest i've never heard that pickup line used at a bar i'm not no, sure if that either. was one of your
4: go-tos oh it's just me then it's just me then mm. <laughs> interesting
2: how, how'd that one work out for you bud
4: fine
3: you got kelly <laughs> <laughs> that was through a DM. <laughs> that fine. wasn't through a yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she bought the merchandise that you were peddling. Yeah. Um This has been a weird so start. <laughs> it has been. I kind of feel like it's been old school off track to start though. I'm I'm not mad at it. Uh so we had an off weekend. Um Alex, you kinda mentioned last week what you were doing, that you were going to ride bikes up How in Michigan. Yes. Um, you went to all awesome, grown-up bike camp. Tell us all about it.
4: It was very, very cool. Um, it's hard to explain really what it was um, other than it was just a bunch of, bunch of guys and a couple of their wives um, who were invited up to a beautiful house in northern Michigan um, to have some awesome food and walk and ride through beautiful... Um, roads and small kind of they're not seaside but like michigan's big enough that it sometimes feels like a sea small lakeside right. towns and um you know it was about community and fellowship and riding bikes and fitness and it was just a really cool kind of thing to get introduced to um so yeah i uh I had wanted to go in previous years, didn't work out from a timing perspective. This year it fell on an off weekend and took advantage of it. And I'll definitely um, be back. I think the the thing that I learned the most is how I get why cycling to a lot of people is as addicting as it is because you get a taste of, you know, being at a decent level and then you watch people who are at a much higher level than you. And you're like, well, I really want to be that guy next time because they're just kind of they're like the, the alphas that are just cool and you're like i want to be cool too so.
2: it's it's like you're competitive or something yeah it's weird right
4: um but yeah so that was that was done through uh through a um uh a, a bike studio actually um in, in indy so if you're into cycling if you're into fitness um you should check it out it's on the north side it's called vq labs they have classes pretty much every day. They do outdoor rides. Um, so, yeah.
2: So, so yeah. like, I know that you've been going there and kind of getting into that side of things. But now that you've been on a trip event type thing with this group of hyper awesome cyclists, is this going to be like your new thing? I mean, you've you've learned how to pH balance your pool. You got your pilot's license. Is, are you now just going to be like Tour de France level cyclist in your off time? Not that
4: level, but I'm gonna. Uh, it's yeah, it's coming.
2: Yeah, got it. Yeah, <laughs> got it. okay. Yeah. So, we're gonna be learning a lot about bikes and a lot about power <laughs> output and a lot about you just sold the plane, blood nope. doping. I need and that to,
4: to fly to different places. So, to go right, bike.
2: he yeah. needs that to fly yeah. to the mountains now to cycle yeah. more in harder yeah. climates and stuff, correct? Got it. Yeah. All right. So, Tim, we've just lost our, a lot of time with
3: our friends to the road. Good the thing, thing we just uh, a started mountain. a new like series commitment for us to do two episodes a week again i don't know that i ever like
4: actually agreed to that but yeah that's
3: fair yeah i don't know if you've uh, agreed to a lot of the things we do on here (laughs) (laughs) the the unfortunate thing for you is there's three
2: of us so voting is a tough it's a tough program it's a it's a two-to-one kind of proposition and unfortunately you were outvoted on that one uh the fans spoke to hear that i get a vote well it doesn't count for a full vote um, <laughs> but it was still one and a half beats one anyway. Uh, okay. So like how, like how, so you, how many days were you there? Were there like four or five days or something?
4: I was there Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah.
2: So how many, I assume you guys all use your fancy tracking software things. So how many miles did you ride from Wednesday to Sunday?
4: First of all, it's not fancy that you know, the track distance, Strava, James, or whatever. That, that's just Instagram for fitness freaks. Um, oh no! Oh,
2: so you've got the cool fancy stuff. That's what I'm talking about.
4: No, 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 no. That's just an app. Like every single, every single, everything can track how fast you're going and what distance you're at. Like that's not yeah, a my, fancy. My
3: watch like shows me yeah. the path I took on. Yeah, runs. that's not fancy at all.
4: So get okay. off your high horse, Captain Private Jet. So um,
3: what? from
2: the guy who owns a plane. What is this? What are we doing here? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean he co-owns it. Yeah. 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 So Partial owner. No yeah, that's whose name's name partially comes more first. than me. Whose name comes first on the title? Ooh, is it alphabetical?
4: It is alphabetical, yeah. By, By first, first or, or last, last name? name. First.
2: Ah, <laughs> old Alex wins with the A's.
4: Okay, so how many miles did you ride? Anyways, um, we rode (laughs) uh, close to 300 miles. Um, So, I mean, it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't all about distance as much as it was, we weren't messing around. Like, it wasn't slow. Like, there was was a level of pace that was kind of demanded, Um, and if you volunteered to be in what was called the speedy group, you better have had some sort of speediness to you um and then there was a steady group um and then there was kind of just like the we're gonna go ride to lunch and get some beers group the james, which, the james group got it. the james group we're right wow. um so uh yeah so so it was the most that i've ridden outside uh ever um right. and it wasn't nearly as bad or as painful as i thought it was gonna be i thought my butt was gonna be incredibly sore um apparently when you buy 300 bike shorts i didn't know that's how much they cost but i went to the store bottom that's what they cost and then i was told that like oh you bought the really good ones so i was like oh that 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 works that that's cool um you you buy um <laughs> a uh, a cream um which is helpful <laughs> as well <laughs> <laughs> um, but I need you buy like an
2: anti, anti-chafing details? cream or something, and or it's called D's nuts?
4: nuts. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Which is fantastic that a company actually went to market with something called D's Nuts. Okay, um,
2: oh, I need, I need, yeah, we need more specifics. I, I don't need. I don't think we need any explanation on where it's applied, but like, what exactly is it doing there?
4: It's like it's essentially an anti-chafing cream but then also like yeah it just
3: it it's it's lubrication lather up
2: you just lather up the whole range before you get on the bike is that how that works in my
3: rowing days we just used gold bond but
4: so there's two ways of applying it you can either like put it on the 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 chamois in your shorts and then like slide your shorts on or you can just put it on your palm and just slap that sucker on there like there's
3: yes lather up <laughs> there's two options just um, slap that sucker on there it's gonna be our next <laughs> <merch> thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> slap that sucker on their shirts will be available on, on track.com when i
4: went when i went to the the the, the shop or whatever um because on the packing list like this was on there there was two options it was either these nuts or um butter which was b-u-t-t apostrophe r <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was also
3: good i just so, like these so better. bike chafing is just they're big on the puns okay i respect pretty, this industry pretty awesome <laughs> yeah i'm starting to yeah. like cycling even more now
2: yeah
4: yeah anyways oh, that's um
2: funny did you like shave your legs for aerodynamic <laughs> advantage
4: no but i was the only dude there without it so i started questioning like mm, maybe maybe that's my problem maybe that's why So faster. next
2: year that's yeah that's how you get more wattage is right right, right.
4: Mm. um but yeah man so you need it, was, some, it was cool
2: you need some nair to go along with your d's nuts and your
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah well this wow. has gone significantly off track um <sighs> especially i like you would work shit. in a race car too James, you raced this weekend. Why are we talking about D's nuts? <laughs> like you were actually in a car, and we're a racing podcast. Objectively, it's funnier. It's uh, That's well. Fair. Did you what? What pun-related things did you use in the race car?
2: <laughs> well, uh yeah, nothing quite on that level. Um, no, you weren't worried about I, crash. You were just. It was like not. <laughs> it was not as much of a concern. Uh, for He's me. worried about it. It's just not
4: from the heat or chafing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um did, did we talk about how I was getting in trouble for calling Watkins Glenn upstate New York? Did we talk about that last week? I think no, we, I don't I think, think we did. Somebody I guess in the when we talked about the test or me going there or something yeah, yeah. we referred to like Watkins being in upstate New York, and I had all yeah. these New Yorkers reach out and tweet and whatever and like basically try to put me down for being such an idiot. To think that Watkins is upstate, somewhere is upstate, somewhere else is not upstate, and Watkins is like central or something. And I'm like, they just took that way too seriously and way too literal. And um, I wanted to because, because um,
4: every, everywhere that isn't Manhattan, in my mind, is upstate, upstate. In,
2: yeah. which is why I wanted to reiterate. I raced That's to Watkins correct. in upstate New yes. York uh, last weekend, which was great.
3: I'm fairly Um, certain Connecticut is upstate New York. I don't know how it works out, but that just feels, that feels right. Basically the same. Uh, So yeah, I, I I mean, on a
4: map, it's pretty vertical.
2: I, they just wanted to fight to fight. Um, And I didn't give them a fight. I just stuck to my guns that it's upstate New York. Uh, Beautiful part of the country. I'll give it that. And a great racetrack and had an absolute blast, man. MX five cup is the most hilarious racing on earth. It is awesomely fun. It is really hard though. Like the racing is really hard. The cars aren't hard to drive. The cars are pretty easy to drive. Once you get used to things like ABS and being massively underpowered and just kind of being horsepower cars, which is like just going back to your go-karting routes basically, which is awesome. Uh, The racing is incredibly challenging. So like, as we talked about, Watkins Glen is such a big track for these things. It's like, talladega with right hand turns and so it's in the in qualifying it's all about draft you need to have a partner to push you because these things just like full-on lock bumpers and push each other down the straightaways and in this case up the hill at walk-ins but then you also need to time it to like a 10 car gap in front to like two or three cars in front and trying to time that in a 15 minute se- uh, session when laps are over 2 minutes long is incredibly challenging. And I was not super into playing the game. Like the way like I, Alex, you know how we like in the IndyCar world, it's always jockeying for position to like get the gaps that you want, right? In qualifying. Right. And that's to have clear track in front of you in this series. It was about trying to get the right gap to have the right draft in front of you with your push partner there. And it, it, it ended up with like cars parked in turn 10 at walk trying to let other cars go by. So that way they could fall in line and get it. It was absolute chaos. Uh, So didn't qualify best because of that. I had, a really good lap going. I was going to push. Yeah. My but saying,
4: saying that you qualified like seventh.
2: Yeah. 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 No, no, for sure. We so were on like... a lap that would have been like, yeah, it wasn't terrible. Um, we we're on a lap that would have been like third, but we just caught a car that was dragging its feet, trying to find the gap. And it was just, you know, typical racing stuff. Uh, in the first race, <laughs> I was a little, uh, a little hesitant into turn one, I guess in hindsight, because every car I've ever raced has required some period of like a warm up before you can go like 10 10s, right? Like th- we left the pits and came around and took the green first time by. So you've got a little bit of time to like get some heat in the brakes and scrub the tires a bit. But like every car I've ever raced still needs like at least a half a lap to a lap and a half before it's like fully up to temp, brakes are there, tires are there, whatever. These things are just good to go, man. They're just out of the pits and good to go. And so, like, I was like, okay, so you're on the, you know, it's this rolling start. You're on each other's bumper. It's a moving parking lot going into turn one at Watkins. And I'm like, okay, this seems like a, a smart place to maybe start to lift and think about braking. So I like cracked the throttle, and then it was immediately just, I'm like, damn it! I <laughs> just like, I was completely floored at how aggressive you could just be on lap one. So kind of recovered from that and, and had a great race with a bunch of guys, just figuring out the draft and pushing and using people to get up to other packs and then getting around them and kind of like working your way up the field. It was, it was fun. Uh, so then on the second day qualify, I had to start eighth, And uh, on the start was much more aggressive, picked up a couple spots, which was cool. And then in a three wide battle up the S's three wide flat out, <clears throat> up the S's there was a little bit of a ping pong situation with the guy in them in the middle. He bounced off my car, another car, a couple of times ended up this massive shunt, um, which was unfortunate, obviously like seven cars, I think got taken out. And a lot of these teams and drivers are just, you know, trying to get through a season and, you know, crash damage is a real thing. And uh, it was unfortunate. One of my teammates, Woody actually had to go to hospital. He fractured some ribs, uh, punctured a lung, not great. Damn. But I I emerged I from the from the thing you know I picked up a couple of spots where we sixth and then I got because I got hit a bit of bodywork was flapping off and I just couldn't shake it off and get it to fall and so under caution I got meatballed and had to come in and rip the bodywork off so I fell back to like sixteenth or seventeenth then we raced back up to tenth I think with because it's time races right so there was a pretty big cleanup under caution. And so I, I don't know how many
3: laps we ended up getting of green, but it was fun. It was a ton of fun. Learned so a lot. What What was your biggest takeaway? If you're going to do this again, like what's the what's the lesson you have going in the next one that you didn't know going in? <laughs> That's
4: the just game. Tim's default question.
3: Yeah, I mean, what's, what do you I, got? I, I, un- <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I
4: don't think i think, asking I, any f- questions. I, I think I think the first follow up is: So, James, are you going to do this
2: again?
3: Well, if that was I, was I getting there. i I was gonna say what'd you learn for next time and then will there be a next time you Mm -hmm.
2: right i would love to do it again at some point i can't do it again this year just the schedule there's there's no more openings um uh they only have i think three rounds left maybe four but they're all conflicts for me um there's one that would have been fine but then some asshole decided to get married and so that's gonna cancel that race that's fine
3: yeah
4: so like if if you if you
3: were Are we available, sure that wedding's still happening
4: <laughs> if if you were available like going yeah. into the next one what's the biggest takeaway you would have taken from the weekend
2: well you. that's a, it's a great question alex i'm glad you asked that um, yeah, yeah, very insightful very yeah. thoughtful yeah. um honestly man like it's 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 the first time i got to I would say it's more just learning about like the, the level of aggression that you can get away with. And I don't mean that in terms of like, like elbows out and being stupid and like hitting people and stuff, but it's just like, again, getting comfortable being. Is elbows out
4: now stupid and hitting people?
2: That what elbows out is, has become. No, 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 no. I I was, I was escalating it. Right. Um, Yeah. But you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's learning like when and where people do attack and, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of getting into the flow of the race. I think I got a much better sense of that, especially by the end of the race on Sunday.
4: Is like car um, setup development throughout a weekend, any like a thing? <laughs> do you change anything?
2: So you can. There's not a lot you can change. The cars are pretty spec. Okay. So they're like spec springs. Um, right. They do have two way adjustable. Does ampers. that change
4: depending on the track? Nope. Oh, spec springs for the year.
2: Period. Yeah, the car comes with one set of springs. You better like them. Uh, (laughs) And so, like the so, like the only changes that we made all weekend were rake, basically so that's yeah, kind of one of the main tuning tools so once you get your dampers kind of in a place you like which jtr has done a great job um you know the owner slash driver jared thomas is a very good driver also an engineer so he gets this stuff they've got their cars pretty dialed and you sort of adjust the rake to track conditions and stuff like that um and so that was the other thing Is like race one i was way too conservative on my setup i went way more aggressive for race two and the balance was way better. So that kind of stuff is kind of getting a sense of those things uh, will be a big thing, but yeah, man, it's, it's just, it's just fun. It's just a lot of fun. And uh, my, one of my teammates Aaron won on Saturday and Jared was third. So congrats to those guys on their podium. But yeah, no, it was a blast. would have been
4: nice if, you know, someone that was a couple hours away would have made the effort to, to come cheer you on and check it out.
2: Yeah, it's weird. But like, yeah. Weird, well, it had you know, Marco, Tim was um, basically
3: a stone's throw away and made zero yeah. effort. Yeah. Come, I I, the, I wasn't the decision maker for that weekend. Mm. I am not the one that. Well, why, why is it, I mean, I wasn't. Are you aware are you that not, you were not still an adult? A minor. Yeah. yeah, I I it, it, I am a child. So just keep that in mind when you make fun of me. You're okay. making fun of a of a child. Mm. Uh, no, I was visiting somebody else. I was a guest. I the guest doesn't dictate the schedule. I uh, I was also quite hungover.
4: You're right. There was probably a lot going on from an activity standpoint. I mean, there was
3: there was a pool, and there was a there was a hot tub. And did I mention the pool? So
2: what did what did was the purpose of your weekend just to go hang out? Like, or was there an event of some kind, or was it just you were free and Marco was home and off you went? James, I'm the event. Right.
4: I do right. I do believe that actually. <laughs> I'll yeah. give him that. Marco
2: wanted some entertainment for the weekend and invited him back. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean, even Marissa flew in for it. So
2: <laughs> Oh, did she really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. And that's uh, like a whole thing. Uh, so even more
3: of my we friends. Yeah, yeah. We were gonna were do dinner on Saturday, like we were gonna go out for dinner, but then we decided to not. Hmm. So yeah, we were, we were very free.
4: Right.
3: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's making it better. Yeah. It was fun though.
0: Bring spring color inside this season with bear premium plus paint starting at 2898 a gallon at the home Depot, add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bear exclusive color arrowhead Lake, or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
1: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
4: Well, anyways, good, so over the chat. so essentially, in summary, over the weekend, um I worked on my fitness. James worked on his racecraft, and Tim.
3: Ooh, I actually did have a big moment over the weekend. I I ran for an hour for the first time. From Consecutively? what? Consecutively? Yeah, like I, I've been doing this like.
4: So since January 1st, you've, you've finally hit yes, an I've hour. Yes, i totaled an hour. Yeah.
3: Right. It's been, <laughs> it's been 15 an hour. second days. Uh, yeah. No, I've been doing this like two month plan to get up from not running at all to running for an hour. And I, I hit my first hour. How, that is can we ask like, how far you ran in an hour? You cannot. It was very slow. Oh. <laughs> you didn't As have did one of those ever, fancy devices. Thing. No, no, <laughs> I did. I know exactly how far I ran. I'm just not going to share that. Mm. Uh, okay, my two next questions. two-month plan is to build the speed up.
2: Right. Okay. First of all, running for an hour is impressive. Like, that's... Mo- I-, I feel yeah. like most people can't work that. on distance rather than, than time. And, like, yeah. an hour is a long time to be running. So that's good job. Yes. My two follow-up questions are, at any point did you have to, like, walk in that hour? Yeah. Or did you maintain jogging pace at least... I
3: maintained the jogging pace throughout.
4: That's legit, man. That's actually that's a hell of a. That's hard. That's
3: hard to do. Yeah, yeah. I like, don't was, think I. Yeah. I don't know no, if it was I could. A good, do it. it was a cool plan. It started off like walk for twenty minutes, and then it built up from that over two months. To run for an hour. Yep. I could send you the and plan so, if you want to see it.
2: <laughs> and so now, the goal is to just get faster.
3: Yes. Do you have so, a goal so like, in mind? How much did mind? you like, pay ChatGPT to do... come up with this plan? <laughs> I didn't pay for ChatGPT for it. Uh, the goal is yeah. to do six miles in an hour. Okay, so you six miles per hour. Yeah, no, thanks for that math. Yeah. That was helpful. Well, I know you're used to kilometers.
2: <laughs> is that uh, is that what that means? <laughs> I'm ambidextrous when it comes to units. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's that's impressive. Did you wait? Were you running on a treadmill or outside? That was my second
3: question. treadmill. Although okay. sometimes I go oh. outside, I was doing a treadmill because it was hot. Mm.
2: What? See, What's you say it's hot. It is different. I mean, there there is a difference, but that it's no less impressive. Like running for an hour outside, running for an hour period is is impressive. So, uh, but you say it's hot. I've I was having this kind of revelation today, Alex. I don't know how it is by your house right now. My
4: fireplace is on.
2: Okay, that kind of. Explains it to me too. Like it's cloudy. Well, no, overcast.
4: It's not. It's actually sunny and partly cloudy. But Canadian wildfires have
2: us. Is that? Is that still what's happening here? Like that's what is happening in Indiana right now? Correct. Because it's yeah, it does seem like it's just smoky outside.
4: Yes, it is. The air quality is like (laughs) one hundred and fifty-eight.
2: Very bad. I feel like summer hasn't started. And I feel like I've been chasing the bad weather because at Watkins Glen all weekend, it was overcast and like rained every day. And it wasn't that hot, not from smoke, just from clouds. And Becky said here, it was like 30 degrees and sunny, like 30 Celsius, like grown up temperatures. And so I get home and it's immediately like, I literally landed in a tornado warning in Indianapolis. And it has not really improved much since it's been raining. It's been dark. It's been cloudy. I feel like everywhere I've gone, like uh, like road America was kind of cool. It was not particularly warm in road America. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just some where's summer. It hasn't started yet. I feel like I'm going to miss it. Yeah. I mean,
4: you're not wrong. Like I, in terms of schedule allowing it, but then also like good enough weather days. Like I've only been on the boat three times this year and it's, yeah. Almost August.
2: Or no, almost July. Almost um,
4: July. so that's pretty crazy to think
3: about. And you got but a pretty busy July. Road America's in, or Mid-Ohio's in July. It is. I was just trying to out because we're like 30 minutes into this, and we haven't talked about the race this weekend yet. We had yeah. other racing to talk about. Relax. That's true. That's true. And then um, I went on a rant about running.
4: And I have to you leave did. here in 15 minutes, so it's good that you guys uh, got this show on the road.
2: Uh july 4th weekend coming up and it is mid ohio alex how do you feel at what point so i have
4: i have a i have this a logistical question and actually a follow-up question okay and then we'll talk about mid ohio oh currently july 4th is on a tuesday yeah when it's on a wednesday next year is july 4th weekend the preceding or the following weekend
2: I would just go to July 4th weekend, but I don't know why. I, I don't know why I have no good
3: reason no. for it. And do people go back to work on the Monday? It should be the no. following because you want the day off after.
4: So you get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off or yeah, do you go back to work I, on Friday, Friday? Should be For a fourth, for Wednesday,
3: fourth of July? Thursday, Friday, for America's off. birthday. Hell yeah. We should get the whole month off. Yeah. That's why you're not a business person. <laughs> um, <laughs>
4: So essentially, I guess my point is, we're still calling this weekend, July Fourth weekend, even though it's on a Tuesday.
2: Correct. Yeah, I believe that is the case. Again, I and think next I year, think you... Mid
4: Ohio is also going to be July Fourth weekend, even though it's on a Wednesday.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Well, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Wednesday is a tough one. A July Fourth yeah. on a Wednesday is a tough one. Yeah. I'm not sure how to do it. Um, right. But it's going to be fun. I like going to Mid Ohio on July Fourth. I feel like it's got a good camping vibe. People like lighting off fireworks and stuff. I feel like it's the right weekend to have a race at Mid Ohio.
3: I agree.
4: Well, I, I what think, uh,
3: what are we looking forward to in the race?
4: I think the camping is always fantastic. I think the race is fine. Um, they repave turn one. Race. They repave turn one, which will be awesome. So Just turn one? In essentially Road America asphalt as a like test patch to see how it survives a winner if they want to go with Company X or whatever.
2: Oh, wow. So turn one is going
4: to be strategy. like phenomenally be fast, fast. Yeah. July 4th <laughs> next year is on a Thursday. Why the f does, that? Stuck, how does that work?
3: A leap year. <laughs> next leap year? <laughs> I guess, how else would it make sense?, <laughs>
2: like, uh, our buddy Chris just corrected us that
3: it is in fact on a Thursday next year. so problem solved this <laughs> this is this is what we get with our our partnership with Sirius. It's you know, Chris does a <laughs> great fact. job doing the videos and all that, but this is where the real value comes. it's still it's
2: the real-time <laughs> fact checking that's happening in the background. you so guys no, can't no, so see just, it. We can't see it.
4: So here's a question. Do leap years exist oh, follow up was twenty twenty nine. I was gonna say because leap years are every four years, right? Yeah.
3: yeah. So I was
4: wondering if it could ever exist that fourth of July is a, on a Wednesday, but it can in twenty twenty nine. So
2: it's like he knew what you were gonna ask <clears throat> next and and up it pops. Man. Well no,
4: my my, my next but pre fact checking off track with Hinton Rossi, my next kind of statement was gonna be, Oh, I bet they created leap years so they didn't have this problem.
3: They sure did. Wow, <laughs> I, I, I need you to understand. I need you to
2: understand. I know when things. leap years don't, were made, don't explain it and, and then the don't fourth don't, of July was made. Why, why there are leap years in the first place, and how I don't long think we should explain doing it. that versus how long America has been around
3: oh boy i (laughs) i think we go with it i think we don't explain it because i am so excited to see the comments we're going to get from people this is a conspiracy
2: theory i can get behind let's throw jfk out for a second let's assume the moon landing was real but i mean this is a conspiracy theory i can get behind leap years existed (laughs) exclusively to make sure that we could all
3: get up on july 4th and, and not they were like, stuck "We're not going to make it to 2029. 20, it's fine."
4: <laughs> Holy crap! That's awesome.
2: Oh, imagine
4: we're not it was. Talk about
3: this race, are we?
2: <laughs> no, there's nothing to talk about. So it's going to be interesting. Nobody's tested there, I don't think. The turn one apparently has been repaved, which is going to be super fast. It's a very difficult race in terms of like passing's tough. Strategy is key. Luck is a big part of it with yellows, et cetera. I got bad news for everybody. Alex Pillow was very quick there last year. Um, kind of, he could he kind of only didn't he came second. He only didn't win the race because of a yellow timing of a yellow. To be honest, so somebody's gonna have to do something there. Uh, if if Alex, you personally don't want him to win again,
4: but um, the the argument that I will say to that is okay it was early on in the race still still in the first third of the race but mclaren locked out the front row and pato was very much in control of everything prior to his engine detonating so oh that's a good yes, point actually you're right yes Pato. yes pat or yes polo won or scott won and polo probably should have won but quick. like pato was very,
2: very yeah quick. forgot about that yeah. forgot about that so you're feeling cautiously optimistic
4: I think so. I mean, it's fair that you have a team that locks out the front row at a racetrack and nothing's really changed other than a corner has gotten easier. So I feel pretty good
2: about it. What I want to know, I mean, you probably saw in the build-up to this week, uh, the N- IndyCar on NBC social channels posted the, the tiny cars interview clip of you and I, and there was reference to the infamous celebratory oh, yes. croissant mm. have you thought about where if you win this weekend where you will go to do a donut that has a little more real estate in order to avoid that i kind actually of
4: thought property? i actually thought about that the other day
2: okay <laughs> have you you don't have to, you don't have to share it you don't have to share it but yes. so do you have yeah. somewhere planned out okay i do all right I do. now now i really want you to win. i didn't before but now i really want you to win <laughs>
4: Yeah, I'm going to do it in a uh, turn 12. Okay. The downhill right before pit in. I'm Damn. kidding. I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. You should have right <laughs> at the top of the hill and just see what happens. Yeah. I like that down. you didn't
3: say anything cuz you're like this will be great if he does that yeah. and he just totally <laughs> it'll be even it. worse than the last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <sighs> Okay. So, yes.
2: so all right, so that's Mid-Ohio. Definitely tune in and watch cuz it's fun. Um Alex, I it's sent you a text. It's not on NBC, earlier. guys. It's on USA. It's not. It's, so. yeah, it's a USA network race this this yes. week again. Um, so. So, so, yes, You're make welcome. sure you tune into that. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Alex, I sent you a text uh, the other day or earlier today because there was, so there was a race last weekend. There wasn't a lot of racing. There was a race. Um, oh, I want to give AJ Almendinger a shout out for winning the Xfinity race at Nashville because he's my friend and I like him. Good job, AJ. Then there was also, obviously, the six hours at the Glen. And it was, it was an interesting race. Came down a bit of a strategy race. Porsche pulled off uh, a late pass in like the final stint or the second last stint or something on the BMW. And no, it was like uh, 15 laps it. Yeah, okay. It was close. Yeah, it was near the end. Um, Use traffic, you know, just endurance racing stuff. Just doing what you do. And they subsequently had the victory taken away because of a post-race technical infraction. Not here to argue the infraction. Doesn't matter. They lost points, prize money, trophies. This brings up the Daytona debate. It, the technical infraction that Porsche was hit with was one of those things that, like, could have just happened in the race, right? It was kind of, it was like something was a little bit off on a measurement. It could have been from six hours of driving the car. There's, there's, been. there's plausible plausible deniability yes. there. For sure, for sure versus the penalty from Daytona, which was more a intentional act of circumventing yes. circumventing the rules. And we talked about the fact that, you know, so it was mentioned in when this came out that trophies were returned and given to the BMW team. But in Daytona, trophies and watches were with the team that crossed the line first, even though post-race penalties applied later. So why? The only thing that I can think of is that the Daytona situation was so far after the race that there's there's like I I guess I don't I didn't look into it. I guess there's like a window after which certain appeals or penalties might apply differently or something like that. And maybe they thought because this was weeks after the race, that wasn't appropriate. Whereas in this case it was like the day no, after the race or the no, day dude.
4: The no, dude. It's because it's it's the same thing with Indianapolis, man. What? everyone that captures the guy drinking the milk they're not gonna like that's not gonna be the thing of course
2: of course didn't
3: not that, so it's, it's just because it's with,
2: Daytona
4: it's just because it's Daytona
3: didn't that happen with Mario once where Unser was penalized so then Mario was given the win after the fact and then they went back and reversed it and gave it back to Unser it was 1981 right? that is correct I
4: but I were that all the correct. photos with Unser was everything done around Unser originally yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> Yeah. So I just yeah. think, I, don't, I just don't think that because of the history and because of that moment and what it means in motorsport and sport and to all the fans that are there and everything, they're not going to, they're not going to change that.
3: Yeah. Really That's hope fair. I didn't get that wrong. <laughs> it was uncertain. No, I, I think you're right. I don't, I don't know what year it
2: was, but I think everything I'm pretty else sure it was 81. Was
3: right. I heard a really funny um, story Mario
2: told about that. That is not for me to repeat on this podcast, but... Well, good thing we do an
3: interview series now. (laughs) Let's get Mario on. We should.
4: That's a great idea. We should get Mario on. Um, In the meantime, I must go and prepare for Mid-Ohio. I have a meeting at the team in 16 minutes. So,
2: Well, you should probably get Boogie in, and we'll see you down there in whatever country Mid-Ohio is. It's not cheese country. It's not wine country. It's not mud hen territory. No. Nope. Sure. Yeah, he's close. I enough don't know to what Toledo. that is. It, it is. It's come buck, on. Buc- Buckeye. Buckeye territory. Mm-mm. I'm going to bleep it. Well, we hope to see it. territory. No, it's no, horse my and God. buggy territory. <laughs> horse and buggy territory. And occasionally some lucky bourbon finds territory. So let's yes. go with that. Let's go with yes. that. All right, guys. Remember, USA Network for the race in mid-Ohio this weekend. Tune in or show up and come ask for Alex this has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We are at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter individually, I'm at Hinchtown. He's Alexander Rossi, and if you want to follow Tim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. track is produced by Tim Durham, and
0: by that we mean fit. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with The Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime and blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All in one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
2: The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny.
1: Yes!